0: This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. A teacher once told my guest that she was no good at writing and she should stop. Discouraged, she put writing aside. Then she came to a crossroads in her life and let those hurtful words go. She set her words free and let her voice sound out once more. Since then, Kim, my guest, has gone on to author many books, started RTI Publishing, and she is the host of the Author to Authority podcast, of which I was a guest. Kim Thompson Pinder, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. Thank you for writing such an awesome introduction. And I, I, I was on your show. Uh, what was I saying on the show? I don't honestly remember. The time is just going by so fast.
1: It was a few months ago. Okay. It, it was. It was a while ago. Yeah. It, it so was fun. It was.
0: <laughs> and, and what was interesting is when I saw you on my schedule today, I'm like, why does that name sound familiar? <laughs> and I tried to, you know, try to figure it out. And then when you came on camera, because we see each other on camera, you listener only hear this in audio. I'm like, oh, I know who she is now. You know, we, we just see so many people online these days. We just forget who people are.
1: Very true. Very true. I'm experiencing the same thing. So, you
0: chose the topic today how not to get overwhelmed when creating content. And before we jump in, I want to share something that I'm doing. One of the things I'm doing is I've really gone big on TikTok. Um, I watched the social dilemma back in April and immediately deleted TikTok, Instagram, WhatsApp, Pinterest, and. What I was, well, uh, somebody else, I don't remember. And I deleted them all, kept Facebook on life support. And then I realized, you know, <laughs> you really need to be on social media. So I went back on Facebook and over two months, you know, if you're not paying on Facebook, you're not getting engagement really. And same thing with Instagram. I'm still active on those profiles. And so one day I'm sitting, this is about three, four, about a week ago, July 7th. I decided to go back on TikTok. And TikTok is very unique because TikTok, is only videos. That's all it is. There's no, there's no feed, there's no polls, there's no groups, there's no pages. It's just a fun platform. And this time, unlike the first time I was on TikTok, I decided, you know what? I'm gonna learn how to use a profile, how to use a platform. I know it's it's crazy to actually sit down and actually Google how to use a platform, but I'm having fun. But the problem I'm having. Is TikTok when you first get on the platform, they recommend until you get over a thousand people, you post four to six times a day. Now you just can't go on and say, "Hey, it's me." You got to give value every time, which is challenging because I post once a day on Facebook, once a day on Instagram, once a day on on uh, LinkedIn. That's the other platform that I didn't delete. And but TikTok is really forcing me to stretch and think about how I can provide value in video form. In a short form. And what it's really doing is making me, I think, a better content creator because now I can't be in autopilot mode. So let's talk about content creation on social media.
1: Well, Mark, you wrote a book, did you not? Self published two books many, many years ago. Mm. Do any of them have your topic that you're talking about now?
0: Absolutely not. Nothing to do with it.
1: Oh, darn. <laughs> Because I was going to say, if you had a book, you could just be reading, reading the book. One of the things that I, um, my book's coming out probably September. And one of the things I've been doing now, I'm not on TikTok, but what I've been doing on like um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, is I just take like little sections of the book and I post it with a nice picture. So that's become really easy content for me because I just go through the book, pull out a couple of car- paragraphs, make it like it looks like a blog post, but it's just like a little section of my book. So, you know, that has made some of my content creation easier because I already wrote it. But one thing I was thinking of is um, when you're going to create content, if you already have followings on other social medias, ask them what they'd like to learn about. And then just take those questions.
0: That, that's a that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. And I'll be honest with you. I don't have any trouble with content. I've been Mr. Productivity since 2011. So I have boatloads and boatloads and boatloads of content. The thing with TikTok is you got to pick the thing you want to talk about. And then you have to figure out how do I take that content and put it in to TikTok. I once heard Gary Vaynerchuk say, look at all the content's the same, but there's a way you do it on Facebook, there's a way you do it on Instagram, there's a way you do it on LinkedIn, there's a way you do it on Twitter, there's a way you do it on TikTok. You can't take the same piece of content and mush it everywhere. You gotta look at what the platform's doing. And for the years I fought that. I'm like, Who, what does Gary know? Turns out Gary knows knows a lot because there's a different People expect different things on Facebook than on TikTok than on Twitter, and you've got to customize it for the platform, correct?
1: I would say so. Unfortunately, I don't know much about TikTok. Like, I don't have TikTok. I haven't used TikTok. It doesn't resonate with me. So, I mean, that's something else, too, with social media. For me, it's two things. I want to use a platform, you know, because I'm in business, right? So I use my social media predominantly in business. I want to be on the platforms where my target market is strongly. But secondly, it's got to be a social media that I resonate with. And I do not resonate with TikTok at all. So I've decided I'm just not going to do it. Now, where I'm building a presence is Clubhouse. And I'm one of these Android people who had to wait months and months and months and months and months to get on. But I am now starting to build a nice presence there because I like Clubhouse. I resonate with Clubhouse. You know, I'm finding a tribe there on Clubhouse. So I think that's when it comes to content. If you don't resonate with the platform, you're going to find creating content for it difficult. I
0: agree with that. And You know, I think the mistake that Clubhouse made, in my opinion, I had never been on the platform, is they were iOS only, and they waited so long to go to Android. I know why they waited to go so long with Android, I think, because I talked to other iOS and Mac-only developers, and I'll share with you just a minute. But now, Facebook's coming out with a Clubhouse version, Twitter already has it, LinkedIn's going to come up with it, and basically, Clubhouse is going to go away. I have two apps that I use on, I'm an Apple only guy. And I reached out to developers. I said, why don't you do it for Android? They go, it's a pain in the butt. iOS is iOS is iOS. Mac is Mac is Mac. Android, there's so many different flavors and a lot of developers won't do Android. And I think the problem is, in my opinion, I don't know for sure, is Clubhouse waited too long. Facebook is on Android and iOS. Instagram is on iOS and Android, and I think Clubhouse they were out for several months in beta, and then several months iOS only, and now Android is just getting it. And unfortunately, now everybody's copying Clubhouse, and we know what happens when you copy a small company—they go out or they get sucked up in someone else. So, I, I I love what you said about what platform resonates with you. I'm a dork. I love making videos. I love being live. I can't wait to hit the thousand uh, followers on TikTok. So I get to go live on TikTok. I love going live. I go live all the time. I love going live. I, I think it's because I'm narcissistic and I like look at myself in the camera. Some people do not like to go live at all. They hate going live. Going live terrifies them. And that's okay because you used a really key word. What do you, what resonates with you? Is it Facebook? And you just want to do long form posts? Then do that. I mean. Maybe you should step out of your comfort zone occasionally, but I think you need to find out what resonates with you because you can't put 10 pounds of potato in the five pound bag.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think like you have to stretch, like there's no question about it, but when it comes to getting that consistency factor and that's something that's so important in social media, like you said, you know, you're doing that four to six you know, little videos each day so that you can, you can reach that goal. Well, it's the same with every other social media. Consistency plays a factor, a big factor in building on social media. So, you know, in the beginning, create that content that resonates with you in the form that resonates with you on the platform that resonates with you so that you can gain the momentum that you need. Now, over time, you need to extend that out, right? You you can't, things that stay the same in business die. If you don't grow and change, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it, it won't happen, but start where you're comfortable first, then expand out because then you can, you can try things, still keep the, the consistency with what's working. And then you have the ability to try new things and see what works, what resonates, what doesn't resonate, you know, but once you have the momentum, You know, try to do everything at once when you're first new. Pick what you're good at and work with that until you start getting the results. Once you have the results, then start branching out.
0: Hey, you, listening to the Mark Stuchowski podcast, thank you so much for doing so. I really appreciate it. But are you a Mark Stuchowski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter, and you can sign up right now by going to MrProductivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R, MrProductivity.com. I love that. And and I'm old enough to remember when Facebook had good organic reach and Instagram had good organic reach. Now, if you're not paying, no one's seeing your stuff. TikTok is still young enough where you can get outstanding organic reach. Now, probably another year it'll go away. LinkedIn's the same thing. When LinkedIn first came out. Everyone saw your stuff. Now I kind of plateaued at 10,700 followers on LinkedIn. It doesn't matter if I went live, did a video, did a poll, did stories. It No engagement. No engagement on Facebook. No engagement on Instagram. I quit Twitter because it's too divisive. And I was looking for an alternative. And now I'm getting engagement on TikTok. Now I'm not leaving Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. I'm still going to post there. But the engagement is so saturated now that I trying something new because I don't want to operate my business with a closed mind. And I think a lot of people, they go, I'm just going to make Facebook work. I'm like, yeah, if you're a Brendan Burchard a Tony Robbins a Dean Graziosi and you got a quadrillion followers, yeah, people are seeing your content, but for the rest of us mere mortals, it's very difficult. I have my wife doesn't even see my own content on Facebook. And that's a problem. And I I could either spin my wheels. I've tried all the things the guru said doesn't work. Or I can try this new platform, TikTok, which fortunately it resonates with me because it's video format. But I want to go back to the word you said, and I want to make sure the listener heard it. What form of content resonates with you? There's only a few to choose from. There's video, there's audio, and then there's the written post. I mean, that's basically the three big buckets. So what yeah. resonates with you? And I think the the listener has to go, well, I know how powerful video is, but I don't want to be on camera. Well, you can always grow into that. But if you like writing, then write. I, I don't think if you're starting to grow your business, you should go outside your comfort zone, as you said, right away. I think that's a recipe for disaster.
1: Yeah, you know, so many times... You know, you'll get these emails, you know, emails dead, videos dead, audios dead, right? And the truth is they're not. Now, has email marketing changed? Yeah, it has. Do you get quite the same results? I would say no, probably not quite. But it still doesn't make it an unvalid form of communication. So, you know, if you love to write, start your blog, build that email list. You know, write good, powerful blogs and, and attract people to your email list and then send out powerful emails. It, it still works. You know, if you're audio, start a podcast, get on Clubhouse Green Room and all the other ones. I did try Green Room. I wasn't too impressed with it yet. I think it's, it's way, it's more sports based now. And I'm a business person. So, eh. but Clubhouse, we'll see, but I think. (laughs) you know what clubhouse got in first and they, they have a strong following and, and they're doing a lot of really good things on clubhouse. So is clubhouse going to go away. I don't know. We'll see, but I just have a feeling cause it's already got a real loyal following of people. And you know, now is clubhouse resonate with everyone. No, but those that they do, like, I am so enjoying clubhouse. I love, I don't mind being on videos. And I do videos, but it's not really my, I like to write and speak more, but I recognize the value of videos. And if I'm going to speak, well, I might as well put the camera on. (laughs) If I'm going to record audio, I might as well record the video too, right?
0: (laughs) Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I I love how Gary Manichuk puts it. Gary said, look at, people ask him, is Clubhouse dying? Is Snapchat dying? He goes, you're getting tied up in the platform. Because platforms are going to come and go. If you fall in love with a platform, I don't care if it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or Clubhouse or LinkedIn, it doesn't matter. Those platforms should go away. They're not should go away. They will eventually go away. Facebook is not going to be here until the sun explodes. Okay. and what you have to do is you have to say, okay, these platforms are gone. Here are the new ones. Let me learn how to use these new ones because no one heard of TikTok four years ago. No one heard of, you know, Facebook before 2002, 2003. And so a new thing comes on the, on the scene, whether it's video or audio or written or whatever the case may be. And you have to go, huh, let me at least, let me at least find out about it and learn. Because if you're just going to stay with the big ones, I think you're missing out on a big opportunity. When TikTok first came out, it was all kids. Now it's a lot of grownups on there. A lot of businesses are on TikTok now, and all I want people to do is don't assume that the key to your success is Facebook. It may be, but maybe it's TikTok. Maybe it's LinkedIn. You may you said something earlier in the episode that, you, where is your tribe hanging out? Now, a lot of people are wasting a lot of time on TikTok. So as a productivity guy, that's pretty important for me to be there because I'm like, hey, TikTok is great, but don't spend 12 hours on TikTok because you're not getting stuff done. But you got, again, it goes back to what we keep saying, the word resonate. We have to, you, what resonates with you? I love podcasting. You love podcasting. Everyone's getting the podcasting. But here's some very sobering news about podcasting. Yes, it's so easy to start a podcast. There's an estimated 4.4 million podcasts in the world today. Here's two sobering, sobering thoughts. 44% of them have less than three episodes. Yep. Of the 4.4 million podcasts, 68%. don't have a new episode in 90 days. As you know, Kim, my podcast over 880 episodes strong. It's a lot of work. It's not fully automated. It takes a lot of work. And so people get in and they get into it for the money. Don't get into podcasting for the money. It's more of a lead magnet. They get in the first day. They want to get ads. You have no listeners. It's a lot of work. If you want to put the work in and you resonate and your listeners resonate, then do it. But I want people to understand podcasting is a lot of work. Social media is a lot of work. Writing is a lot of work. So if you're looking for a way to build your business or brand and you don't want to put a lot of work, uh, we can't help you here.
1: No, see, it has to be part of your business plan and it has to be something that, you know, you plan into your time as well. You know, my podcast just hit 200. When I started out, I started out with, I think, one or one episode a week. And I was working with a podcast mentor. And, you know, I didn't want to stay at one episode a week. I was like, no, no. So I said to him, I said, what, what, what would you do to allow me to go to three episodes a week? Because he was doing a lot of the work on the podcast. So I wasn't, I was in control, but he was helping me out a lot. So it was kind of like, okay, I, Mm -hmm. so he said, okay, you had to have this many recorded ahead of time. So within two weeks, I had that many recorded ahead of time, went to three episodes a week, did that for about a year. And then, you know, things, things changed, right? I couldn't do it anymore. So now I'm down to two episodes a week. It's a really good thing. Um, What I'm doing for the summer, because I need to get ahead on recording some episodes is I'm doing the best of. So I'm going back to a lot of the older episodes. So all the summers are going to it's going to be replays of older episodes because the content's there. I have two ep- 200 episodes, right? I got a lot of great content and I got a lot of new listeners who haven't heard the old content. That's the other thing about content. You can repurpose it, <laughs> right? It, it's not just one and go. You know, if you wrote a blog post a year, year and a half ago, and it—and you here's the other thing about content, right? Evergreen write evergreen evergreen means yes content that's it doesn't matter when you post it it will apply right so when i do a lot of my writing i don't tend to mention things going on in the world because i want to repurpose that content you know two years from now uh people don't want to hear about things that were going on in covid people just want to forget covid <laughs> So, you know, make that content (laughs) evergreen and then you can repurpose it. You can go back, you know, always keep, okay, content, organize it, keep it organized on your computer, have folders, you know, create folders for everything, have a system. When you create content, you save it in specific spots in specific ways, because then when you need to go back, you can find all that content easily and repurpose it. So maybe you wrote a blog post. Well, here's the thing. You can go on Clubhouse and read that blog post and nobody's going to know that you're reading it. (laughs) Right?
0: (laughs) Have you had enough or are you hungry for more? You can find more of Mr. Productivity on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. All you have to do is go to those apps and search for Mr. Productivity. Two words, Mr. Productivity on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. I love how you said that 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 is so awesome because I do five interviews a week, and so listener, if you listen to this the day it came out, it's July fifteenth. We just recorded this yesterday. Now, a lot of my podcast friends think I'm absolutely crazy, and it, they could very well be correct. So I have no podcast episodes in the queue now, when I first started, I had four, five, six, ten, twenty. Now I record an episode on one day and release the next. Now that stresses out a lot of people and they go, what if you don't have an episode? Well, I don't release an episode. Now I'm doing this crazy thing. See, I'm a really, I'm a really crazy guy, Kim. So not only do I new an episode, uh, release it next day is on January 1st. I decided to do a new episode every day in 2021. Sounded great at the time. It's a lot of work because when I want to go on vacation, I take all those interviews. I'm going to record that week, do them the week before, and then schedule them the week. So it's kind of, uh, I won't do it in 2022. I mean, I'll have, if everything goes well, I have episode 1060 on, on New Year's Eve day uh, this year, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but I can tell you people love the podcast and I wish I knew the exact day, when I hit that, that, um, tipping point to use Malcolm Gladwell's word where I didn't have to beg people to be on the show. People are like, Oh my gosh, can I be on your show? And I don't, that's something flipped there where I don't re- very rarely do I invite someone on my show. They're reaching out to me. What's a really good, uh, air quotes here problem to have because I have five interviews a week. And I never have a problem filling them out right now. Like I said, it's July 15th. I'm booked out to the middle, to the end of September right now, five interviews a week, which is good. And I think I'm going away someplace in August. So that's going to cause some problems there, but I'll get over it. People are watching it. People are listening to it. And, you know, we're talking about how to get overwhelmed, you know, when creating content. If you missed it, let me tell you what Kim said. If you've already created content. You've already got content. You could take a blog post you wrote two months ago and freshen it up. Maybe rewrite certain parts of it or make a blog post and audio or make a video or go live. So you don't have to come up with a brand new piece of content 365 days a year. I don't do that. I mean, how much can I possibly talk about productivity? I may go live one time and then do a podcast on it and then write a uh, a newsletter about it repurposing is key. People who don't repurpose, I think they're causing way too much work for themselves.
1: The other thing too, is sometimes it's hard to come up with ideas. So when I'm struggling with ideas, I just, you know, one thing that works really well for me, and it may not work for every category of business or whatever, but when I need inspiration, I'll just go to Google and I'll say business quotes, motivational quotes, Ah. inspirational quotes, right? And, you know, you just start looking at the pictures and one always resonates. I'm like, okay, that's where I'm at today. That's a
0: great idea. That's a really great idea.
1: Yeah. So I just pick a quote and start talking about it. You know, here, here's a quote I saw today. This is what, this is what it means to me at this point in my life.
0: And what, what you didn't do there is you didn't stare at a blank screen and go, nothing you got a little inspiration so i think the worst thing you can do is if you're a writer stare at a blank screen if you're a podcaster open up your podcast recording software if you're going to go create a video stare at your screen that that's not no inspiration is going to come to you in the moment but i love that really simple idea you did you just went to mr google looked up business quotes and boom something inspired then you went away and it's
1: it's a blank screen is never going to help you. It's not going to inspire you. No. no. <laughs> the other thing too, and, and you know, coming back to, to things like Facebook and stuff like that. Uh, one thing I'm doing that's been really effective on um, Facebook, and I am paying little bits amounts to play, um, is with when you have a business page and you have a group. And they work really effectively together. Now, when you're getting likes, like if you're paying to play, don't try to pay to sell because that's expensive. Mm -hmm. But if you pay to get people to like your page, now, do you get a lot of engagement on your business pages? No, but you can link a group and groups get a lot of engagement and Facebook promotes a lot of the stuff in the group. So a lot of, you get a lot of organic reach when you grow groups and you because facebook wants community facebook wants people on there and people love groups so the thing is you can link a group to your page it's cheap to get page likes when you get page likes you invite those people to your group and right now at least a third of the people that i invite to my group from my page like my group and join my group so Now, I've been told that it's about a dollar a page like, but I've been getting them for about 23 cents. Now, again, it depends on your category and a whole bunch of other things. But I'm just saying that if you target it right, you can, you know, get those page likes fairly cheaply. And the page that I did, I'm going to start a couple other ones. But the one page I did was motivational quotes for entrepreneurs, because my audience, I work with entrepreneurs to publish books. So... And people love quotes. So I started a motivational quotes page. So, you know, it's not about anything about publishing or that, but it's just, I targeted entrepreneurs. I have about 180 quotes that I had done up professionally. I, I found a really nice designer, really inexpensive. She did. I, I picked out all the quotes. She made beautiful graphics for them. And then what I'm doing is, um, every week I go through and I'll do about 14 of them and I'll just write little blurbs, few sentence blurb for each one and I'm saving them off. I schedule them into Facebook. So, you know, by the time September comes, I will have it so that everything's written out, all 270 are done. And then I'll just pay someone to go through and schedule out like the next year. And just, it'll just recycle. So two to three quotes a day. And it'll just recycle every three months. Well, no one's going to remember what I posted three months ago. (laughs) Very true. So Right? So, and that keeps the continuity going.
0: I will tell you, as much as I don't like what Mark Zuckerberg does with our data, selling it for money, the Facebook business suite is a godsend. You can go in there. And like I go there, I schedule a whole month worth of posts on Instagram and on Facebook and on my group, which you do inside the group, which is amazing. You can't do that with TikTok. You can't do that. You have to use Buffer and Hootsuite and other things for LinkedIn and Twitter. But Facebook has done a really good job on that because he want to keep you in the ecosystem. And as you were talking there, I just realized what is not on TikTok at this point, ads. What? There are no ads on TikTok. Mm. Now that's not going to last forever. So if no, never, they're
1: going to they're going to monetize it.
0: If you ever well, remember Instagram didn't have ads on it for a while. So if you want to try out TikTok, now's the time. I was that just thought popped in my head. I'm like, wait a minute, there's no ads on TikTok. Don't worry, they're coming. Okay, there there's no <laughs> what they want to do is they want to get up probably to a billion people. I think they have 700 million people on the platform. They ads are coming. Okay, don't mistaken. They they have to make money somehow. They're not getting paid. So it's coming. So we talked a lot today. You gave us a lot of suggestions on how to generate content. So where can we find out more about you and what you're doing in the world?
1: Well, you know what? I love to direct people to my podcast. It's called Author to Authority. Uh, And on there, I speak predominantly to entrepreneurs and I talk about authority marketing. And most people, don't have an understanding of what true authority marketing is. And it's something that any entrepreneur can use to help them build their business. But you said the key thing, it takes work. So the podcast talks about all things, authority marketing, focusing in on the six key building blocks where you build your authority marketing. So marketing sales, your communication skills, your network, social media promotion. And I bring on very vetted experts like yourself, who come on and share. I also share my knowledge. So it's a, it's a variety of things that come together to talk about all things authority marketing. And if you want to find Mark's episode, you can go to www.authortoauthority.com forward slash podcast forward slash EP for episode 167. And you can also just find the podcast there, authortoauthority.com forward slash podcast. I'm on all the major podcast apps, so you can also search it out there. I'd love to have you come and listen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you're an entrepreneur, you're looking to build your business, come listen to mine because you will enjoy it, hopefully, as much as you enjoy (laughs) Mark's. Well, Kim,
0: I want to thank you for being on the show. Absolute thrill having you here.
1: Uh, Mark, it's been a pleasure. I love these conversations.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time and attention for listening to this episode of the Mark Stucheski podcast. Hey, are you a Mark Stucheski insider yet? This is my free email newsletter where I will send you value multiple times a week. And I promise you every time I send an email out to my insiders, it always has value. So if you want to sign up, Absolutely free. Just head on over to Mr. Productivity.com. M-I-S-T-E-R. Mr.